Welcome to our 57th Amuna class in English with the wonderful blessing of sitting in the studio of Rav Shalom Orish. Unfortunately, Rav Shalom Orish will not be attending today. That means don't disappear. The Rav wants us to go ahead because thank God we have the good news. Rav Dayan Elgad is in the studio and we're very excited to have him back after a sh how long? A month or two? Two months. Two months of even though he was, I'm sure, making it to Kolo and other good things, but we weren't able to host him in our English class. The last class, I think, was Reuven Garber's class, uh, Blessings or something in the Garden. That class was a very special class. Go back there, check it out, with Dian Elgard. But finally, we have Rav Dian Elgard. We did dedicate all our classes to his refuah, to his healing, and it worked. And this week, we're going to dedicate our class to Rav Sholem Ben Yamna. Yamna. Yamna should have, Rav Shalom Ben Yamna should have a full shlema, Rav Shalom Arash himself. Amen. Everyone Amen. should pray and dedicate this class. All our prayers with Avis Israel and everything should be pushed towards a uh, for, for Rav Arash. We need him. We want him in our classes. We want to go global, not just uh, through the internet, but also in person. And the Kehillah here and his family, everyone needs Rav Shalom Arash, especially in our generation. So everyone should pray with all their hearts for the Rav's full recovery. Amen. Amen. Okay, now we're dedicating our 57th Muna class, Zan, which is representative of Panasa, of, of being nourishment and everything you need, to the success of all our special guests, especially to our exciting friend, Rav Menachem Herman, and band, which the band is not here, but you can book the band and have a wonderful wedding or event or concert with Menachem Herman. He's a true talent. I know that personally because he was at my wedding. We welcome him to the Holy Land. Obviously, he's been here many, many years. But we welcome you guys to the Holy Land to join our class from our Holy Studio in Yushalayim with all our inspired followers. Blessings to our special guests and Amunah staff in all. Amen. To the full healing of all to be rid of this corona and all the other forms and rules and all this stuff that's going on in the world. To have four or four shlema. A full shame to the Rav, a full shame to the Rivka Bas Masha. These classes are also the Ben Chaim Chaim to the elevation to the pure soul of Gedalia's son, Yerachmadino Ben Gedalia. We appreciate your dedication to our Muna classes and we also um, dedicate to the Rav's teachings. We're wishing everyone a good week, a healthy rest of winter. Shobavim Tat, we're almost at the climax now, Pashtun Mishpotim, and share a Muna Globo all. Now, we're going to go in quickly, very into the feedback. It's actually quite long this week, so I'll try and make it as quick and speedy as possible, and then we'll get to a song, and we'll get to our questions with Rav Dain Egrad filling, filling in for the Rav. And uh, we'll go into the feedback. I have many inspired, many Jewish singers. I felt very uplifted, but for how long? I do not have a nice voice. I do not how, know how to sing. I can dream to sing like a singer, but it's not me. But I can speak, but I don't. I pray every day, but do I really pray? Nissim Black, and this is all in reference to Nissim Black's wonderful uh, appearance. We just put up now another clip of him and the Rav on our Muna Tour channel. You show us that we can speak to Hashem. Your songs do not inspire just for a second. Since I heard Mercy, the song Mercy, my davening has completely changed. I try to establish contact, a conversation with Hashem. You teach us to speak to Hashem. I am convinced with rap music has been created only for you, Nissan Black, because we can all relate to your conversation with Hashem. It touches us as a spotless is the great remedy to discover and connect with Hashem. Thank you for promoting so well with talent, his spotless. Wow, what a beautiful message. And that really is the purpose of our classes to help 
bring alive the teachings of the Rav. And Nissan Black, a student of the Rav, brought that together in our studio with the lessons of Ispododus coming alive for people that are watching these classes and tuning into the music of the students of the Rav. Breath of English, thank you so much. Thank you for clarifying. I'm praying for the peace of Israel and now pray for the people of Israel to love each other in word and deed. And there has to be stirring in hearts of the nation for Israel like it has in my heart. There are many who are already coming to your people, holding on to your sitsis. Yes, we have sitsis, thank God. Every class, we bring our sitsis proud, <laughs> begging to follow you as we have inherited lies. Now we are seeking the God of Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, knowing that your people have been given the very words of Hashem, and we long to follow him, the one true God. Thank you for sharing this online. There are so many seekers and so many of us can feel hopeless because we don't know where to start. Understanding in, in a, a Hebraic, I suppose, or Israeli or Israel or Jewish mindset. Thank you all for your wisdom and insight. Thank you for clarifying and being patient with us as we learn and try to understand Baruch Hashem and a big heart. I think that was also in reference to the class, the Meaningful People podcast that went up. Mm-hmm. And they got very good feedbacks, almost 10,000 views already. On I'm sure on their uh, Spotify playlist, it's getting thousands and thousands of listeners. Um, it's looking like one of the most popular classes already in the third series for them. And it was a pleasure with the Ravel God who translated. We got a lot of good feedback, how excellent the translation was and how much people appreciated that class with the uh, meaningful people. Another one. It's very nice to see you in English. Rabbi Yonatan Galad, God bless you. That was, uh, we'd love to have him back again. Been a long time, but you never know. This is wonderful. Will Rav's weekly Cholon Shirin be translated for us? Yes, Rav Cohen is the one who translates. And so far, it's got better and better the last few weeks. Um, it delays our link, but that's all good. Just go to moonalive.com and we'll post it there. Rav Yonatan Balayesh, Baruch Hashem from North Carolina. He has his English classes come every so on. It's also available with the staff downstairs for your phone calls and assistance to get a blessing from the Rav. The English chat is the greatest amunication. Wow. I really like his enthusiasm. I maybe talking about Ravelga. I think it was actually a reference to me. I really, think he's, about you, yeah, really. So. <laughs> really, he's very good. Have to go, but I like the Jews and I wish you well. Good night. You're the English chap. Yeah, an English. I think it was another English chap wrote that. Maybe he's biased. <laughs> Tadara Ba, your beautiful words. Every time I'm listening, your words of wisdom, I feel more better. Tadara Rabba for reminding me to be thankful to Hashem for everything in my life, even when some days are more difficult than others. I thank you to a Kodesh Baruch, who blessed be he forever and ever for everything because he's our Father in heaven and only he knows where it's coming for each and every one of us. So Tadara Baraba, Hashem, for everything you give me and you would give to me and my family, Hashem, bless and protect Kavod Rav and all your loved ones, always, Amen, Vamein. Ishtabach Shemalad. And he does a big, <laughs> Anyway, thank you again for our team, for our MC, for the translators, specifically Rav Dain Elgod for joining us in place of the Rav today. Thank God for these classes. Let's go to our guests. Such great energy. With Menachem Hermes, sincere soul with smiles and talents will help us go. Let's hear a song. Ya hafta reya kamoha 
reason behind that song. Thank you. Now, since Rav Arush is speaking that the main mitzvah that we have to enter in order to arrive at all the other mitzvahs is this mitzvah of loving your neighbor as yourself. I just thought of this song that I haven't sung it maybe 25 years. And uh, that's what made me sing this song. It's the topic of the day. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so we're going to go to our questions. And um, I think Should the Rav just... No, no, you'll ask. And I'll, I'll ask. ask. Okay, I get to ask a question. Wow. Miss Ralph Cohen already. <laughs> <laughs> Usually does a good job of that. Now, I still need more info. And how do we sign up for this 30-minute program, just as Menachem Herman was, Rav Menachem Herman was talking about, of Avis Israel, praying for people with loving devotion, as we have in the pamphlet and in our books. How do we do this? Please, help us with that. Okay, thank you. Well, just before I start... It's wonderful being back here in the studio again, together with Yuri Belio, together with Yuri Nachum, who I love very much. We've known each other for many, many years. Uh, I'd just like to say I may be a decent and an adequate translator, but I am a pathetic replacement for the Rav. So I'm <laughs> going to try and do my best. Okay, so please excuse me, but I will try and do whatever I can. What the Rav speaks about when he says about davening for 30 minutes for Amisrael, The Rav says that the most important mitzvah that we have, and we're going to elaborate on this during the Shia, is the mitzvah of Ve'ahavta loving your fellow friend like you love yourself. Now, in order to really attain that feeling and that level, you have to daven for 30 minutes every day. Why? Because that time quota of 30 minutes allows this whole concept to enter your heart, to be instilled, instilled within you and to make it part of you. Now, how does one do it? Many people ask, how do I daven for 30 minutes? I mean, speaking to Hashem for 30 minutes on one topic is so difficult. I'd like to give you some points of advice, things that I myself have gone through, and things that I'm sure other people have gone through. If you're as talented as Reb Menachem, which is something very, very rare, but even if you don't have that talent, and you can play music, you know how to play an instrument, you can take something with you to this bodidus. Doing it as bodidus with a musical instrument is something unbelievable. Singing to Hashem and speaking to Hashem are the same thing. Many people who are musical people find it much easier to sing in the Isboridus. And that has the same power. You can take a piece of paper every single day. You can write down some notes on things that you want to daven for. You want to daven for Avas Yisrael, for people to stop, stop having... Yeah? 
<laughs> See, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> good thoughts. <laughs> good thoughts lead to good words. <laughs> and to, <laughs> to good sentences. Very nice. You can write down points. Points that you want to daven for. Points that you want to daven maybe in your family. Points that you want to daven about yourself, about Klali Stroll. And when you write things down, if I were you, I would suggest trying to write down six points every single day. And why am I saying this? From my experience, it's much easier breaking down the 30 minutes of Isboidus into units of five minutes. So when you write six things down on a daily basis, you're praying for each thing for five minutes, which is much easier. And you go through them. So that's another advice of doing the 30 minutes family stroll. A third advice is take the Rov's booklets. We now have two of these booklets. One booklet, sorry, is translated in English. The second one is on its way. It's going to be here really soon. You can take sentences and certain things the Rov writes. You can concentrate on them. You can elaborate them. And the fourth advice is you are allowed to repeat what you say again and again. If you find it difficult to come out with, to, to come out with new sentences or with new ideas or new words, just repeat what you're saying again and again. Hashem, please allow all of Amisrael to have Avas Yisrael. Allow me to have the mitzvah of Ahavta Allow all of us to love each other like we love ourselves. For all of us to know this is the most important mitzvah. And you can repeat yourself again and again and again. When Hashem sees that you're dedicating 30 minutes for Avas Yisrael, and even when you're finding it difficult, and even when you don't have the correct words to say, you will see that with time, Hashem will open your mind and your heart, and you will be able to do those 30 minutes easily. Don't give up when the going is tough. You'll <laughs> see that it gets much easier. Wow. That was great. I really enjoyed the answer, and thank God it's something which is a growing campaign. Keep sending your names, hopefully with the Rav's recovery. We'll get the new names to the Rav, and that will all be a general growth process. That he'll have refuah, and we'll have more prayers, and it continue expanding these campaigns. The next question you need to make just just before yeah. the next question. Yeah. Do you mind if we now allow Rabbi Nachum to ask a question? Would that be okay? Oh yes, hundred percent. Yeah, but but, but Rabbi Nachum, do you have a question related to the topic we've been speaking about? Avas Yisrael. Yes, please. I sure do. Okay. Oh. Oh. I've been waiting a long time to ask this question. I'm really sorry that Rob is not sitting here so he can't answer you in person. As I said, I am a pathetic replacement. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you here. Thank you. That's what you're supposed to say because that's your job. <laughs> Don't believe him. <laughs> no, believe blessed. him about the fact that it's happened to see You've me. You've been many years by the Rob. You've studied with him and learned with him and there's a lot of credit there that you build up and learning and shimish chomim. I've got to do. I have got yeah. to do a lot of tshuva. That after all these years with a yeah. rav, I haven't <laughs> reached where I'm supposed to reach. I think that's a big point of this class, also, just to appreciate <laughs> how much the rav gives to us all, and that we should really make that a big uh, part of our prayer service to just thank Hashem for the siddikim of our generation, and especially Rav Orish. You know what he does by bringing his simcha and his joy to our studio and to our lives. I'm sure that if Rav Arush appointed you to sit in his chair, then you are going to give the answer for all of our listeners that we need to hear. The purpose of the Torah is that the Jews should come to love one another. It says, As yourself. Love everybody like you love yourself. But there are people who have been hurt, hurt by others perhaps, or the way life went for them, the way they're viewing life, they don't feel lovable. Not only they don't feel loved, they don't feel it's possible to love them. 
So if they don't feel lovable, they don't feel loved, how can they fulfill the mitzvah of loving the neighbor like they love themselves? What can such people do to heal themselves? That's a beautiful and a powerful question. I'll try and answer it as best as I can. Rabbi Tzadok HaKohen of Lublin was one of the greatest sages in the world of Hasidus, and he was also very, very close to Breslev. He was very friendly with Rabbi Natan. He writes in his book, Tzidkat HaTzadik, that a person has got to believe in Hashem, but a person has also got to believe in himself. Now, he writes it because this is a very important concept that many people tend to miss. You have to believe in yourself and in your own powers, in your own goodness. And the question is, as Rabbi Nachim asked, how do you do it? So many people have been hurt. The honest truth is, if we take a look at all the people in the world who hasn't been hurt, who hasn't been scarred, who hasn't heard some negative words or has had some negative thoughts, and who looks in the mirror and he is really delighted of what he sees. I mean, I don't know if that exists, personally. <laughs> Now, the question is, how do we do it? Rabbeinu writes in Likute Moharan, he writes a very important concept about a person. A person is a neshama. When you say me, you mean your neshama. I'll give an example. If a person, Chas Khalila went through a car accident and his face has been scarred, does that change the way he looks at himself? Does his self-perception change? He might perceive himself differently outwardly. In other words, he doesn't look as beautiful as he did before, but he's the same person. Rabbeinu writes, when you say me, Ani, you mean your Neshama. Now, Anashama is part of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's a part of Hashem himself, Kivyochel. It is something that is, can never be tarnished, can never be changed, can never be negative in any concept whatsoever. Now, when negative things happen to us, they don't happen to Anashama. They happen to our body. They happen to more exterior spiritual parts, like our nefesh or our ruach. They don't happen to our neshama. And one of our biggest and most important works and jobs in this life is to learn how to differentiate the two things. Negative things happen to our exterior self. That's not who I am inside. I am pure. I am chilek eloi kamimal. When a person looks at himself and he thinks that he is negative, Chas v'chalila, it's as if saying that Hashem kivyochel, chas v'chalila, is negative himself. Because if he's part of Hashem Isborach, if he is negative, then what does that mean? We are not allowed to think that way. Now, it's a real big avoid, and we have to repeat this again and again until this is instilled within us. I am the neshama. I am pure. I am holy. I am something spiritual. Nothing can happen to me. Nothing can tarnish my neshama. And once a person learns to look at himself as a neshama, a person can really believe in himself. Because if I'm chelek eloi kamimal, if I'm part of Hashem himself, just like Hashem is infinite, my powers are infinite. I can reach and attain anything I want. That's the first half of the answer. The second half of the answer is, we all go through difficult things in our lives. And the whole question is, how do we look at those things? Many people have a tendency to think that their life is negative, to think that chas v'chalila, that Hashem hates them, and that's why He has given them so many difficult things, that many things that have happened to them shouldn't have happened to them. It's not fair. You always hear the sentence, it's not fair. Why does this happen to me? We have to, this is the second part of the answer, we have to learn that everything that happens to us is only for our better good to allow us to reach the place that we are supposed to reach. Now, many times, when you go through a certain course, 
you have to have some difficulties and hardships on the way because that's the only way to make you grow. I'm going to give an example. I'm going to give an example of myself. I have, and I've had since I've been 16, severe back problems. I have three ruptured discs and a fourth split vertebrae. Not bad from the age of 16, is it, Revilio? Now, that means I'm, I'm, I'm very limited in many things that I do, and you might think that this is a terrible thing. But what that meant is, is that when the Israeli army, for example, wanted to recruit me, they saw my back situation, and they said to me, we're really sorry, there's nothing we can do with you, have a good day. And that is what made me go to yeshiva. And if that wouldn't have happened to me, I don't know if I would have been yeshiva today. Maybe I would have taken the course of going into the army, Maybe I would have taken another course. Maybe I would have been somewhere else. The reason I'm sitting and learning and I'm now teaching is only because of, of having back pain. Till today, when my back hurts, I always wake up and I say to Hashem, Hashem, thank you so much. Because of my back pain, I immersed myself in the world of Torah. So we have to learn how to look at negative things that happen to us, seeing them only as good things. Hashem is good. Everything that He does for us is for the better good. And we can all see examples around us of how people who through difficulties and hardships have only grown. I'd like to give another example. In our Kehilla, we have here a, a woman in the Kehilla who suffered from anorexia. Now, she took that into an incredible place. She spoke about this on TV programs. She's helping women who are in the same situation climb out of where they are. Going through this negative experience is what helped her build her soul build herself and being able to help others. If she wouldn't have gone through this, she never would have been able to understand what other people go through. So when we learn these two concepts, learning that we are in a shama, we're pure, we're infinite, and things that happen to us are only exterior, and learning that whatever happens to us is only for our better good, then we can start believing in ourselves. Then we can start loving ourselves. Then we can look in the mirror and like what we're seeing. And when we love ourselves, then we can really and truly love Amisrael. Beautiful. I hope that was a good answer. It was wonderful. It was a difficult question. <laughs> and that's one of, the, one of the books we have. It's here. It's called The Wonders of Gratitude. I pulled out the Universal Garden of Muna. That's also true. But The Wonders of sure. Gratitude. We have tremendous gratitude to all our teachers and especially these wonderful books that bring alive these teachings of Rav Shalom Marish and our students of Rav Shalom Marish and Rabonim here. We'd like to go into another song. And with, if you can do a song on gratitude or something like that, It'd be very much appreciated. I uh, hope I'm not putting you on the spot, but <laughs> you won't last down for that. <laughs> Yeah. 
love listening wow. to you over Nachum. I love it. Wow, Thank wow, you. wow. Love being here. So I know myself, I had the pleasure of having Menachem Herman at my Hasana, not just as a guest, but also as a, the musician with his band. I was over 20 years ago, would you believe it? And um, we're still getting energy from that. That performance and uh, inspiration <coughs> shows us the importance of having very powerful music in our classes and in your simchas. And, and it does a tremendous role to lift up people to simcha and joy. And we thank him again for joining us and all our musical guests. Thank you. Um, we're going to ask another question. I was going out with a girl for six dates and everything was going well until she found out that I got a woman and continued to plan going even after I got married, Bezat Hashem. At that point, she said that she didn't think we could continue. She didn't want her husband leaving every Rosh Hashanah. So maybe once every few years, okay, but she didn't want every Rosh Hashanah. But I didn't want to compromise. Baruch Hashem, I'm attached to the Sadiq, Rabbi Nachman, learn his teachings and try to apply them to my life. And everyone knows that Uman Rosh Hashanah is the biggest advice of Rabbeinu. What do you say about this? Okay, now this is a good question, a tricky question. Now remember again, and I am saying this specifically, this is an answer that I am giving, okay? This is not an answer that Rav Arush is giving. So if there's anyone who doesn't like the answer, please remember these are my words and not the Rav's words. Not B'Shem Rav? No, I'm gonna, no, this is a difficult question, though I must say I've, I've, I've asked this question, I've asked the Rav this question many times over the years. Rabbeinu speaks about... What is a Breslov a Chassid? He writes it in Sichot Aran in letter 185. And Rabbeinu says that in order to be a Breslov a Chassid, there are two things that you have to apply to your life on a daily basis. One, you have to do Isbodidus every single day. Two, you have to learn Halacha every single day. Those are the two basic foundations of being called a Breslov a Chassid and being attached to Rabbeinu. Now, Rosh Hashanah is extremely important. And Rabbeinu says that my Rosh Hashanah is above everything. But if you don't go to Rosh Hashanah, that doesn't mean that you're not a Breslov Chassid. For example, one of the greatest Breslov Chassidim, Rebbe Yitzchak Bender of Blessed Memory, who was the Breslov Elder, who Rav Avoshlita learned from him so much, for many, many years he couldn't go to Uman because the borders were closed. Does that make him less of a Breslov Chassid than others? I, who went for 12 consecutive years, this year, I didn't get to go to Uman for Rosh Hashanah because we had a baby girl in Motzev Rosh Hashanah. Oh, does that make me less of a Breslov Chassid than others because I didn't go to Uman for one year because I had a baby girl? In my opinion, the answer is no. Rosh Hashanah is very, very important. But we have to understand that when we're talking about getting married, if you find someone who you feel that that is your soulmate and you feel that she will be a good wife and a good mother, you have to understand that the place that she comes from and the place that you come from are very, very different. Once she learns to know you, once she learns to know Rabbeinu, she learns to know all of his teachings, she will already come much closer and allow you to go to Uman. And you've also got to pray for it. It's a schus, it's a merit to have a woman who is also attached to Rabbeinu. In my opinion, if she is a good woman and she loves Rabbeinu, as it, the question from what, from what applies to the question is, she has no objection of you going to Rabbeinu, just every single Rosh Hashanah staying alone right now bothers her. I don't think that that is a reason to say no. I don't think that's compromising. If she's a good woman, I think that you should continue and that you should pray for her and daven for her. And the more that she learns the beautiful teachings and ways of Rabbeinu, she will come close until you reach the level where when you think of not going for Rosh Hashanah, 
she will make sure that you go. And she will tell you, listen very well, you go to Rosh Hashanah, otherwise find yourself somewhere else to stay. So in my opinion, that is not a reason to break up the relationship. Wow, so important. We also, every time we have these kind of questions, the Rav asks us to give over the Garden of Peace. And that's going to be um, promoted this week again with Nissen Black Clip after he visited with the Rav. That, that book literally changed his life. That was the key to his whole Geiris and Tshuva process and Shalom Bias. The Garden of Peace is available on our, on our platforms. And at some point we do plan to update it. But thank God it's at an amazing place that it's helps thousands and thousands of marriages. And in fact, many based in him give out that book in order to save the marriage, as the Rav can testify Yes, here. absolutely, absolutely. And many Botheids in here, in Eretz Yisrael, they give that to couples who have difficulties. They tell them, please learn this book and then come up to, and then come to us again. In many cases, they don't come again. Problem solved. Ah, so we have the Garden of Peace and uh, the Woman's Wisdom as well. And we would like also another question from our guest, Menachem Herman. How, I just out of interest, how many years have you had the blessing to live? Because I, I remember in Eretz as well, because I remember walking the streets of Jerusalem years and years, like 22 years ago, and seeing you there at Breast of a Chosid already tuned in and doing amazing things. How, how, how many years have you had the merit of being in Eretz as well? Being yeah. in Eretz as well, 41. Ooh, wow. The merit of seeing Rabbi Yitzhak Bender and Shmuel Shapiro. And wow. All the wow. elders, all the great Dorfman. elders. Wow, it's amazing. And wow. Rav is doing incredible work, continuing on their teachings, making it real for us. Yes, we oh, unbelievable. Blessed to see that, and we pray that these teachings should continue. And we want to ask you uh, if you have any any other more questions that you'd want yes. to ask the Rav. Um, the mitzvah of loving your neighbor as yourself is this a mitzvah between man and his fellow? Or is it a mitzvah between man and Hashem? Okay, that's a very good question. We have a different, we have a differentiation between mitzvahs of ben adam lechaver ben adam lemakom. Let's explain. The Mishnah in tractate Yoima, in page eighty-five, second side, the Mishnah says there that averus of ben adam lemakom. In other words, when a person transgresses or sins in something that's related to do with Hashem, for example, a person didn't pray, a person didn't daven, a person had some negative thoughts. He is supposed to do tshuva and atone for it, speaking to Hashem, doing tshuva, this whole process of how to do tshuva, and Hashem will forgive him. But when a person transgresses and sins towards his fellow man, the Mishnah says he will not be atoned until he asks forgiveness from that person who has grieved and sorrowed. But this is something that we need to know. Why are commandments between man and his fellow man considered to be much more severe and important than mitzvahs of between a person and Hashem? The reason is every single time that we sin towards our fellow man, we also commit a sin towards Hashem Yisbarech himself. That's why the process of atoning for sins that we've done to our fellow man are first of all asking forgiveness from Hashem and then going to the person who we've grieved or sorrowed and asking him for forgiveness for what we've seen. So in other words, we can see that every single mitzvah ben odom lamokom, for example, ve'ahavtal re'acha kamocha, has got to do also with our relationship with men, but also with our relationship with Hashem. Why? Because it is Hashem that commanded us to behave in such a positive way towards our fellow men and has told us that we are not allowed to behave in a negative way towards our fellow men. Wow. Wow. Thank you. 
Amazing. So we're going to now go to our last question from our followers out there. Once we're back live at some point, you never know. We'll be able to hear you what you're saying online at the time. We do have an Instagram live. You can find us on Midnight Rabbi Inspires over there. We sneak in a little live footage of the class just in case. But here we have the last question that you've sent in to my email, ellie.goldsmith at breslev.coil. And or you can reach out to our general website, breslev.com. I want to get advice from the Rav Shlita on how to act regarding Tikkun Chatzos. I'm a bocha in a literature yeshiva. No one stresses it. I'm usually not asleep by Chatzos. I also find it usually impossible to cry out for the Chorban. Chorban means the destruction of the, of the uh, temple. Should I just read the Kinos, which is the special prayers of, uh, towards building the base of Migdash or mourning the base of Migdash with Peshitas, with simplicity? Also, the Rebbe said Chatzos is six hours after Shkir which is six hours after sunset, which is definitely very early. Is it something I should work on? On the other hand, I, it can't be that something that Rabbeinu, Rabbeinu Nachman, uh, spoke about so much that doesn't apply to me. I appreciate if you could ask Rav Oresh Lita or tell me what he would say, which is great because we have Rav Elgod here to help us with that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Tomid, Targid, Toda, which you should always give thank you. All the best to you. It's also a good song from Nissan Black, by the way, Targid Toda. The Rav and the entire Chut Shel Chesed. By the way, also you should know, just before we get to the question, just reminding me, I just noticed online on the YouTube and on Spotify, there's a whole long list now of all the Rav's songs, if anyone wants to check it out. Shalom Arash's songs have been uploaded to Spotify and YouTube. Yes, so you can hear the Rav himself singing Tagit Tada and all these beautiful, beautiful songs. It's good to know. You just search in Hebrew, Rav Shalom Arash, and you'll see all the songs there as well as the Hebrew content. Okay. Okay, good question. Rabbeinu does speak about and elaborate in his book many times about Tikkun Chatzos. Now we need to know that Tikkun Chatzos is something very, very important in the Kabbalic and the Hasidic world. For example, as we know, the, the, the Lubavitcher Rebbe had an incredible relationship with Rabbi Mordechai Liao. And, and there were a few times that Lubavitcher Rebbe spoke to Rabbi on the phone, and when, it was due, when the conversation was at night, mm-hmm. the Rebbe used to ask Rabbi are you before or after? In other words, have you really said Tikkun Chatzot or not? Tikkun Chatzot is very important. And if you can do it, and if you can say Tikkun Chatzot, of course you should try and make every effort that you can to say Tikkun Chatzot. And even if you don't feel the grief of the Chuban, and you're just saying the words with Pshitus, we know that Rabbeinu speaks so much about Pshitus and Tmimus. If one is supposed to say Tikkun Chatzot, you say Tikkun Chatzot. You don't connect it. First of all, you can pray to connect to Tikkun Chatzot. Pray to connect to the Choban. And as time goes on and you keep praying for this, you will feel your heart changes. But I would like just to specify one point. You wrote in the question that you are a Litvisha Yeshiva Bacha. Many times I've heard this from Rav Oresh, that when you are Yeshiva Bacha, the most important thing is to stay within the rules and regulations of the yeshiva. And the reason is, is that the yeshiva is a framework. It makes sure that you're guarded. It makes sure that you are built in a proper way. Whatever you do, make sure that it is done in accordance with yeshiva, that there's no objection whatsoever, because being thrown out of yeshiva is the worst thing that can happen, because then a person loses his whole framework, a person doesn't know where he is, and he can deteriorate and reach places that he doesn't want to reach. So, Tikkun Chatzot is very important. You should say it even though you don't feel connected to it, on condition that the yeshiva has no objection to what you're doing. 
Wow. Yes, midnight. I was known as the midnight rabbi. Did you know that? Yes. Why was I called the midnight rabbi? Because I was up all night, specifically for midnight, and for many yeshivas, programs, the streets of Yushalayim and at-risk yeshivas, and the Vaisiyon back in the day, Yaakov, Netzach, if anyone remembers these programs, and Vaisiyon uh, I think is still continuing, thank God. And uh, yeah, I was the midnight rabbi. I was up there for years. I don't know how my wife dealt with it, but somehow <laughs> I did it. And it was a big merit to be with all these holy neshamas for many years. And here and there, thank God I hear back from them. and They're still growing in their journey. And uh, it was special years doing that. I'm Yisrael. And uh, yes, I did manage to squeeze into the Katsos in between program to program. There was time for it, but... Uh, I'm not going to talk about my tindakatsos these days. <laughs> uh, different kind of avoda now, being uh, with a family and different kind of pressures and stuff. Baruch Hashem. Anyway, I want to now just end off our class with a big uh, request again for everybody to pray for Rav Sholem Shlemer, and to ask our guest to bring out a song, maybe two songs to climax the class so we can sing together and bring down a lot of energy. Remember, Amuna rocks. It's not the rock, rock and roll world. It's not the rap world. As we heard, Hispodidus comes out from the rap world. It's about bringing it to Amuna and rocking the world with spirituality and neshama and soul. Let's hear from Menachem Herman some special music. He can choose whatever he feels is the right energy for this class. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ali. Well, just speaking about midnight, so David HaMelech was, was awake at midnight. We have the whole concept from, from him and... Uh, a good friend of Chaim David Rashik, his wife should have a Fuash Lema, uh, wrote this song many, many years ago. And to share it, wow. it's called The Seven Shepherds. Oh, David, 
class 57th class with that energy that we should not give up thank god we went ahead with a class in the merit of the rav whichever for shlema we'll be able to have him back hopefully in the week to come mm-hmm. thank you menachem Herman, coming special we apologize the rav wasn't able to be here with you but definitely in the merit that we went ahead and we did a class we didn't live, give up and we went in the words of the rabbonim and boch Hashem. we want to just also mention that uh, that personal by the way that song chaim david that song changed my life another song one of the one of the key shlichim agents of hashem i bought that tape cassette if anyone remembers yeah it was open up the gates i think it was the that name was of the a album. live live that was a live version live version and i also remember open up your gates you mm-hmm. that album and there was a few albums i had of his and i took them to university and it literally was my yiddish kite in university other than a few shirim here and there and a few swarim but that was the, the album i kept in my machine and my tape player in the car and it just kept kept me alive jewish wise so oh. in the middle of the darkness comes these these special souls and they give us the music and the soul we need and i'm sure your music's done that for many many people as well as you did at our wedding thank god and we'll be able to take him please check out menachem herman you can book him check check out his wedding band it's something else and also to go in the ways of rabbeinu akadish we should keep applying the teachings here is there any last words from Rabbi dine good before we leave <sighs> I just like everyone to remember, we are all pure. We are all chilek eloi kamimal, part of Hashem Isborach himself. And that means that when we love our fellow friends, we're loving that special part of them, which is so spiritual, divine, and infinite. That's why we love ourselves. And when we learn that our connection is a spiritual connection, because we are all parts of the divine, we are all chilek eloi kamimal, then we will really be able to attain loving ourselves and loving all of Amisrael. Amen. Amen. So just remember everyone, we have amunalive.com. Join our sites, make the Amuna Global put up a new class on Gedalia Fenster, on Thomas Devoira, and we're all the time putting up new content. We'd love to hear more from Abdi. Now God again, thank God he's back, and <laughs> with Ralph Cohen's classes. And to remind everyone, we have Amuna Live 2022 potentially going to Brooklyn if the Rav is feeling up to it. We pray that he should have a quick speed of recovery oh, to LA mm. as well. We want to go to Los Angeles, the UK. Had a lot of potential trips planned. Thank God people are reaching out just like we asked. But uh, now we have to pray for the Rav's full recovery. So you, it's up to us together to bring out the merit to host the Rav in all these locations to keep these classes going with the Rav. And Bez Hashem, we should bring a Moon Global, Class 57, we're moving to 58. 
Bezrat Hashem, lesson 58, Rav is going to be here. Amen. And I will go back to my position as just being a translator. Okay, and potentially we have Schlepping Nachas, Liron Mazur, Shefa, Juna Michelle. A lot of great people coming to the studio in the next few weeks. So it's just a matter of our prayers being heard and the Rav having the Kayach to come up the stairs and be able to join us. And yeah, everyone, we should be blessed. Enjoy the beautiful Shabbos. Mavarachim. Chodesh Adar, that's part of the reason we're bringing Schlepping Nachas. Remember those guys? Oh, the yes. Union, they're going to come back. They've got a new song out. you got to check it out. Kuchiburchu, <laughs> Kuchiku. Oh, it's so funny. Have you seen it? Not yet. It's hilarious. They were such so, sweet guys. Yeah, so they, they're coming, bring their Simcha here. Guys from Svat's coming. You know, we've got some great Adar energy coming. Mishaniknas Adar, Mam Basimcha, Laram Mazur. Get all the clarity and how to make Panasa in the right way. Baruch Hashem. Okay, thanks again. We'll be joining you again, uh, hopefully a week from today. Amen. Make this live. Make it grow. It's growing. These classes are growing. And thank all our past guests. Unbelievable. Great work, team. And let's round off the class. Thank you very much. Thank you. Wow, 57 for Munakas. You know, a year, more than a year. Hazan at the call. Wow. Hazan, yeah, Hazan. Hazan, 57. Welcome to our 57th Amuna class in English with the wonderful blessing of sitting in the studio of Rav Shalom Orish. Unfortunately, Rav Shalom Orish will not be attending today. That means don't disappear. The Rav wants us to go ahead because thank God we have the good news. The Rav Diane Elgard is in the studio and we're very excited to have him back after a sh- how long? A month or two? Two months. Two months of, even though he was, I'm sure, making it to Kolo and other good things, but we weren't able to host him in our English class. The last class, I think, was Reuven Garber's class, uh, Blessings or something in the Garden. That class was a very special class. Go back there, check it out, with Diane Elgard. But finally, we have Rav Diane Elgard. We did dedicate all our classes to his refuah, to his healing, and it worked. And this week, we're going to dedicate our class to Rav Shalom Ben Yamna. Yamna. Yamna should have, Rav Shalom Ben Yamna should have a full Shlema, Rav Shalom Arash himself. Amen. Everyone should pray and dedicate this class. All our prayers with Avis Israel and everything should be pushed towards uh, for four for Rav Arash. We need him. We want him in our classes. We want to go global, not just uh, through the internet, but also in person. And the Kehila here and his family, everyone needs Rav Shalom Arash, especially in our generation. So everyone should pray with all their hearts for the Rav's full recovery. Amen, amen. Okay, now we're dedicating our 57th Amuna class, Zan, which is representative of Panasa, of, of nourishment and everything you need, to the success of all our special guests, especially to our exciting friend, Rav Menachem Herman, and band, which the band is not here, but you can book the band and have a wonderful wedding or event or concert with Menachem Herman. He's a true talent. 
I know that personally because he was at my wedding. We welcome him to the Holy Land. Obviously, he's been here many, many years, but we welcome you guys to the Holy Land to join our class from our Holy Studio in Yushalayim with all our inspired followers. Blessings to our special guests and Amuna staff in all. Amen. So the full healing of all to be rid of this Corona and all the other forms and rules and all this stuff that's going on in the world. Shafur, Rafur Shlema, Rafur Shlema to the Rav, Rafur Shlema to the Rivka Basmasha. These classes are also the Havda Ben Chaim Chaim to the elevation to the pure soul of Gedaliah's son, Hirachmadina Ben Gedaliah. We appreciate your dedication to our Muna classes. And we also um, dedicate to the Rav's teachings. We're wishing everyone a good week, a healthy rest of winter. Shobhavim Tat. We're almost at the climax now, Pastor Mishpotim, and share among the global all. Now, we're going to go in quickly, very into the feedback. It's actually quite long this week, so I'll try and make it as quick and speedy as possible. And then we'll get to a song and we'll get to our questions with Rav Dain Egod filling, filling in for the Rav. things, Bashem Rav. And uh, we'll go into the feedback. I have many inspired, many Jewish singers. I felt very uplifted, but for how long? I do not have a nice voice. I do not know how to sing. I can dream to sing like a singer, but it's not me. But I can speak, but I don't. I pray every day, but do I really pray? Nissim Black, and this is all in reference to Nissim Black's wonderful uh, appearance. We just put up now another clip with him and the Rav on our Muna Tour channel. You show us that we can speak to Hashem. Your songs do not inspire just for a second. Since I heard Mercy, the song Mercy, my davening has completely changed. I try to establish contact, a conversation with Hashem. You teach us to speak to Hashem. I am convinced with rap music has been created only for you, and Black, because we can all relate to your conversation with Hashem. It touches us as a spodilus, as the great remedy to discover and connect with Hashem. Thank you for promoting so well with talent, his spodilus. Wow, what a beautiful message. And that really is the purpose of our classes to help bring alive the teachings of the Rav. And Nissan Black, a student of the Rav, brought that together in our studio with the lessons of Espodotus coming alive for people that are watching these classes and tuning into the music of the students of the Rav. Breath of English, thank you so much. Thank you for clarifying. I'm praying for the peace of Israel and now pray for the people of Israel to love each other in word and deed. And there has to be stirring in hearts of the nation for Israel, like it has in my heart. There are many who are already coming to your people, holding on to your sitzes. Yes, we have sitzes, thank God. Every class, we bring our sitzes proud, <laughs> begging to follow you as we have inherited lies. Now we are seeking the God of Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, knowing that your people have been given the very words of Hashem, and we long to follow him, the one true God. Thank you for sharing this online. There are so many seekers and so many of us can feel hopeless because we don't know where to start understanding in in a, a Hebraic, I suppose, or Israeli or Israel or Jewish mindset. Thank you all for your wisdom and insight. Thank you for clarifying and being patient with us as we learn and try to understand Baruch Hashem and a big heart. I think that was also in reference to the class, the Meaningful People podcast that went up. Mm-hmm. And they got very good feedbacks, almost 10,000 views already on, I'm sure on their uh, Spotify playlist is getting thousands and thousands of listeners. Um, it looking like one of the most popular classes already in the third series for them. And it was a pleasure with the Ravel God who translated. We got a lot of good feedback, how excellent the translation was and how much people appreciated that class with the uh, meaningful people. Another one, it's very nice to see you in English. Rabbi Yonatan Galad, God bless you. That was, uh, we'd love to have him back again. 
been a long time, but you never know. This is wonderful. Will our Rav's weekly Cholon Shirin be translated for us? Yes, Rav Cohen is the one who translates, and so far it's got better and better the last few weeks. Um, it delays our link, but that's all good. Just go to munalive.com and we'll post it there. Rav Yonatan Balayesh, Baruch Hashem, from North Carolina. He has his English classes come every so on, and is also available with the staff downstairs for your phone calls and assistance to get a blessing from the Rav. The English chap is the greatest amunication. Wow. I really like his enthusiasm. I'm maybe talking about Ravelga. I think it was actually in reference to me. I really, think it's he's, about you. Yeah, really, I think so. <laughs> really, he's very good. Have to go, but I like the Jews and I wish you well. Good night. So you're the English chap. Yeah, in English. I think it was another English chap wrote that. Maybe he's biased. Tadara Rav, your beautiful words. Every time I'm listening, your words of wisdom, I feel more better. Tadara Rav, for reminding me to be thankful to Hashem for everything in my life, even when some days are more difficult than others. I thank you to Akadosh Baruch Hu, blessed be He, forever and ever, for everything, because He's our Father in Heaven, and only He knows where it's coming for each and every one of us. So Tadara Rav, Hashem, for everything you give me and you would give to me and my family, Hashem, bless and protect Kavod Rav and all your loved ones always. Amen v'amen. Ishtabach Shemal Ad. And he does a big Ad. Anyway, thank you again for our team, for our MC, for the translators, specifically Rav Dain Elgod for joining us in place of the Rav today. Thank God for these classes. Let's go to our guests. Such great energy with Menachem Herman, sincere soul with smiles and talents will help us go. Let's hear a song. From Menachem Herman, what was the reason behind that song? Thank you. Well, since Rav Arush is speaking, that the main mitzvah that we have to enter in order to arrive at all the other mitzvahs is this mitzvah of loving your neighbor as yourself. I just thought of this song that I haven't sung it maybe 25 years, and uh, that's what made me sing this song. It's the topic of the day. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so we're going to go to our questions and. Um, I think should the Rav just no no you'll ask and I'll, I'll ask. ask okay I get to ask a question wow Miss Rav Cohen already 
<laughs> Usually does a good job of that. Now, I still need more info. And how do we sign up for this 30-minute program? Just as Menachem Herman was, Rav Menachem Herman was talking about, of Abbas Israel, praying for people with loving devotion, as we have in the pamphlet and in our books. How do we do this? Please help us with that. Okay, thank you. Well, just before I start, it's wonderful being back here in the studio again, together with Yuri Rabbi and together with Rabbi Nachum, who I love very much. We've known each other for many, many years. Uh, I'd just like to say I may be a decent and an adequate translator, but I am a pathetic replacement for the Rav. So I'm <laughs> going to try and do my best. Okay, so please excuse me, but I will try and do whatever I can. What the Rav speaks about when he says about davening for 30 minutes for Amisrael, the Rav says that the most important mitzvah that we have, and we're going to elaborate on this during the Shia, is the mitzvah of loving your fellow friend like you love yourself. Now, in order to really attain that feeling and that level, you have to daven for 30 minutes every day. Why? Because that time quota of 30 minutes allows this whole concept to enter your heart, to be instilled, instilled within you and to make it part of you. Now, how does one do it? Many people ask, how do I daven for 30 minutes? I mean, speaking to Hashem for 30 minutes on one topic is so difficult. I'd like to give you some points of advice, things that I myself have gone through and things that I'm sure other people have gone through. If you're as talented as Reb Menachem, which is something very, very rare, but even if you don't have that talent and you can play music, you know how to play an instrument, you can take something with you to this Boredus. Doing it in this Boredus with a musical instrument is something unbelievable. Singing to Hashem and speaking to Hashem are the same thing. Many people who are musical people find it much easier to sing in this Boredus. And that has the same power. You can take a piece of paper every single day. You can write down some notes on things that you want to daven for. You want to daven for Avas Yisrael, for people to start, stop having... <laughs> See, yeah, that was a good one. Good thoughts, good thoughts lead to good words. <laughs> one of our posts. It's a good sentences. Very nice. You can write down points, points that you want to daven for, points that you want to daven maybe in your family, points that you want to daven about yourself, about Klali Sroll. And when you write things down, if I were you, I would suggest trying to write down six points every single day. And why am I saying this? From my experience, it's much easier breaking down the 30 minutes of Isboidus into units of five minutes. So when you write six things down on a daily basis, you're praying for each thing for five minutes, which is much easier. And you go through them. So that's another advice of doing the 30 minutes of Amish roll. A third advice is take the Rav's booklets. We now have two of these booklets. One booklet, sorry, is translated in English. The second one is on its way. It's going to be here really soon. You can take sentences and certain things the Rav writes. You can concentrate on them. You can elaborate them. And the fourth advice is you are allowed to repeat what you say again and again. If you find it difficult to come out with, to, to come out with new sentences or with new ideas on new words, just repeat what you're saying again and again. Hashem, please allow all of Am Yisrael to have Avas Yisrael. Allow me to have the mitzvah of Allow all of us to love each other like we love ourselves. For all of us to know this is the most important mitzvah. And you can repeat yourself again and again and again. When Hashem sees that you're dedicating 30 minutes of Avas Yisrael, and even when you're finding it difficult, and even when you don't have the correct words to say, you will see that with time, Hashem will open your mind and your heart, and you will be able to do those 30 minutes easily. Don't give up when the going is tough. 
you'll see <laughs> that it gets much easier. Wow. That was great. I really enjoyed the answer. And thank God it's something which is a growing campaign. Keep sending your names. Hopefully with the Rav's recovery, we'll get the new names to the Rav. And that will all be a general growth process that he'll have refuah and we'll have more prayers and it continue expanding these campaigns. The next question you need to make just just before yeah. the next question. Yeah. Do you mind if we now allow Rabbi Nachum to ask a question? Would that be okay? Oh yes, hundred percent. Please. Yeah, but but, but Nachum, do you have a question related to the topic we've been speaking about? Avas Yisrael. Yes, please. I sure do. Okay. Oh. Oh. I've been waiting a long time to ask this question. I'm really sorry that Rob is not sitting here so he can't answer you in person. As I said, I am a pathetic replacement. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you here. Thank you. That's what you're supposed to say because that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> Don't believe him. <laughs> no, no believe blessed. him about the fact that it's we're happened blessed. to you've see me. have been many years by the Rob. You've been studying with him and learned with him and there's a lot of credit there that you build up and learning and Shemesh HaChomim. I've got to do, I have got yeah. to do a lot of tshuva that after all these years with the Rob, I haven't <laughs> reached where I'm supposed to reach. <laughs> I think that's a big point of this class also just to appreciate <laughs> how much the Rob gives to us all and that we should really make that a big uh, part of our prayer service to just thank Hashem for the Siddiquim of our generation uh, especially Rav Oresh, you know what he does by bringing his simcha and his joy to our studio and to our lives I'm sure that if Rav Oresh appointed you to sit in his chair then you are going to give the answer for all of our listeners Amen. To hear. the purpose of the Torah is that the Jews should come to love one another as yourself. Love everybody like you love yourself. But there are people who have been hurt, hurt by others perhaps, or the way life went for them, the way they're viewing life. They don't feel lovable. Not only they don't feel loved, they don't feel it's possible to love them. So if they don't feel lovable, they don't feel loved, how can they fulfill the mitzvah of loving the neighbor like they love themselves. What can such people do to heal themselves? That's a beautiful and a powerful question. I'll try and answer it as best as I can. Rabbi Tzadok HaKohen of Lublin was one of the greatest sages in the world of Hasidus and he was also very, very close to Breslev. He was very friendly with Rabbi Natan. He writes in his book Tzidkat HaTzadik that a person has got to believe in Hashem but a person has also got to believe in himself. Now he writes it because this is a very important concept that many people tend to miss. You have to believe in yourself and in your own powers, in your own goodness. And the question is, as Rabbi Nachim asked, how do you do it? So many people have been hurt. The honest truth is, if we take a look at all the people in the world who hasn't been hurt, who hasn't been scarred, who hasn't heard some negative words or has had some negative thoughts, and who looks in the mirror and he is really delighted of what he sees. I mean, I don't know if that exists, personally. <laughs> now, the question is, how do we do it? Rabbeinu writes in Likute Moharan, he writes a very important concept about a person. A person is a neshama. When you say me, you mean your neshama. I'll give an example. If a person, Chasve Khalila, went through a car accident and his face has been scarred, does that change the way he looks at himself? Does his self-perception change, he might perceive himself differently outwardly. In other words, he doesn't look as beautiful as he did before, but he's the same person. Rabbeinu writes, when you say me, Ani, you mean your Anashama. Now, Anashama is part of a Baruch Hu, Chelek Eloi Kamimal. It's a part 
of Hashem himself, Kivyochel. It is something that is, can never be tarnished, can never be changed, can never be negative in any concept whatsoever. Now, when negative things happen to us, they don't happen to Anashama. They happen to our body. They happen to more exterior spiritual parts, like our nefesh or our ruach. They don't happen to our neshama. And one of our biggest and most important works and jobs in this life is to learn how to differentiate the two things. Negative things happen to our exterior self. That's not who I am inside. I am pure. I am chilek eloi kamimal. When a person looks at himself and he thinks that he is negative, chas v'chalila, it's as if saying that Hashem kivyochel, chas v'chalila, is negative himself. Because if he's part of Hashem isborach, if he is negative, then what does that mean? We are not allowed to think that way. Now, it's a real big avoid, and we have to repeat this again and again until this is instilled within us. I am the neshama. I am pure. I am holy. I am something spiritual. Nothing can happen to me. Nothing can tarnish my neshama. And once a person learns to look at himself as a neshama, a person can really believe in himself. Because if I'm chelik eloi kamimal, if I'm part of Hashem himself, just like Hashem is infinite, my powers are infinite. I can reach and attain anything I want. That's the first half of the answer. The second half of the answer is, we all go through difficult things in our lives. And the whole question is, how do we look at those things? Many people have a tendency to think that their life is negative, to think that chas v'chalila, that Hashem hates them, and that's why He has given them so many difficult things, that many things that have happened to them shouldn't have happened to them. It's not fair. You always hear the sentence, it's not fair. Why does this happen to me? We have to, this is the second part of the answer. We have to learn that everything that happens to us is only for our better good to allow us to reach the place that we are supposed to reach. Now, many times, when you go through a certain course, you have to have some difficulties and hardships on the way because that's the only way to make you grow. I'm going to give an example. I'm going to give an example of myself. I have, and I've had since I'm been 16, severe back problems. I have three ruptured discs and a fourth split vertebrae. Not bad from the age of 16, is it, Revelio? Now, that means I'm, I'm, I'm very limited in many things that I do, and you might think that this is a terrible thing. But what that meant is, is that when the Israeli army, for example, wanted to recruit me, they saw my back situation, and they said to me, we're really sorry, there's nothing we can do with you, have a good day. And that is what made me go to yeshiva. And if that wouldn't have happened to me, I don't know if I would have been yeshiva today. Maybe I would have taken the course of going into the army, Maybe I would have taken another course. Maybe I would have been somewhere else. The reason I'm sitting and learning and I'm now teaching is only because of, of having back pain. Till today, when my back hurts, I always wake up and I say to Hashem, Hashem, thank you so much. Because of my back pain, I immersed myself in the world of Torah. So we have to learn how to look at negative things that happen to us, seeing them only as good things. Hashem is good. Everything that He does for us is for the better good. And we can all see examples around us of how people who through difficulties and hardships have only grown. I'd like to give another example. In our Kehillah, we have here a, a woman in the Kehillah who suffered from anorexia. Now, she took that into an incredible place. She spoke about this on TV programs. She's helping women who are in the same situation climb out of where they are. Going through this negative experience is what helped her build her soul build herself and being able to help others. If she wouldn't have gone through this, she never would have been able to understand what other people go through. 
So when we learn these two concepts, learning that we are in a shama, we're pure, we're infinite, and things that happen to us are only exterior, and learning that whatever happens to us is only for our better good, then we can start believing in ourselves. Then we can start loving ourselves. Then we can look in the mirror and like what we're seeing. And when we love ourselves, then we can really and truly love Amiswa. Yeah. I hope that was a good answer. It was wonderful. It was a difficult question. <laughs> and that's one of the one of the books we have is here. It's called The Wonders of Gratitude. I pulled out the Universal Garden of Muna. That's also true. But the wonders of gratitude, we have tremendous gratitude to all our teachers and especially these wonderful books that bring alive these teachings of Rav Shalom Arish and our students of Rav Shalom Arish and Rabonim here. We'd like to go into another song. And with, if you can do a song on gratitude or something like that, it'd be very much appreciated. Uh, I hope I'm not putting you on the spot, but <laughs> you won't ask them enough. I love listening wow. to you, Benachem. I love it. Wow, wow, wow. Love being here. So I know myself, I had the pleasure of having Menachem Herman at my chasana, not just as a guest, but also as a the musician with his band. I was over 20 years ago, would you believe it? And um, we're still getting energy from that. That performance and that inspiration <coughs> shows us the importance of having very powerful music in our classes and in your simchas and and it does a tremendous role to lift up people to simcha and joy. And we thank him again for joining us and all our musical guests. Thank you. Um, we're going to ask another question. I was going out with a girl for six dates and everything was going well until she found out that I got a woman and continued to plan going even after I got married. Bezat Hashem. At that point, she said that she didn't think we could continue. She didn't want her husband leaving every Rosh Hashanah. So maybe once every few years, okay. But she didn't want every Rosh Hashanah. But I didn't want to compromise. Baruch Hashem, I'm attached to the Sadiq, Rabbi Nachman, learn his teachings and try to apply them to my life. And everyone knows that Uman Rosh Hashanah is the biggest advice of Rabbeinu. What do you say about this? Okay, now this is a good question. A tricky question. Now, remember again, and I am saying this specifically, this is an answer that I am giving 
Okay, this is not an answer that Rav Arush is giving. So if there's anyone who doesn't like the answer, please remember these are my words and not the Rav's words. Not B'Shem Rav? No, I'm gonna, no, this is a difficult question, though I must say, I've, I've, I've asked this question, I've asked the Rav this question many times over the years. Rabbeinu speaks about what is a Breslov Echassid. He writes it in Sichot Haran in letter 185. And Rabbeinu says that in order to be a Breslov Echassid, there are two things that you have to apply to your life on a daily basis. One, you have to do Isbodidus every single day. Two, you have to learn Halacha every single day. Those are the two basic foundations of being called a Breslov Echassid and being attached to Rabbeinu. Now, Rosh Hashanah is extremely important, and Rabbeinu says that my Rosh Hashanah is above everything. But if you don't go to Rosh Hashanah, that doesn't mean that you're not a Breslov Echassid. For example, one of the greatest Breslov Echassidim, Rebbe Yitzchak Bender, of blessed memory, who was the Breslov Elder, who Rav Avoshlita learned from him so much, for many, many years, he couldn't go to Uman because the borders were closed. Does that make him less of a breast of a chosid than others? I, who went for 12 consecutive years this year, I didn't get to go to Uman for Rosh Hashanah because we had a baby girl in Motsi Rosh Hashanah. Oh, Does that make me less of a breast of a chosid than others because I didn't go to Uman for one year because I had a baby girl? In my opinion, the answer is no. Rosh Hashanah is very, very important. But we have to understand that when we're talking about getting married, if you find someone who you feel that that is your soulmate, and you feel that she will be a good wife and a good mother, you have to understand that the place that she comes from and the place that you come from are very, very different. Once she learns to know you, once she learns to know Rabbeinu, she learns to know all of his teachings, she will already come much closer and allow you to go to Uman. And you've also got to pray for it. It's a schus, it's a merit to have a woman who is also attached to Rabbeinu. In my opinion, if she is a good woman and she loves Rabbeinu, as it, the question from what, from what applies to the question is, she has no objection of you going to Rabbeinu, just every single Rosh Hashanah staying alone right now bothers her. I don't think that that is a reason to say no. I don't think that's compromising. If she's a good woman, I think that you should continue and that you should pray for her and daven for her. And the more that she learns the beautiful teachings and ways of Rabbeinu, she will come close until you reach the level where when you think of not going for Rosh Hashanah, she will make sure that you go. <laughs> and she will tell you, listen very well, you go to Rosh Hashanah, otherwise find yourself somewhere else to stay. So in my opinion, that is not a reason to break up the relationship. Wow. So important. We also, every time we have these kind of questions, the Rav asks us to give over the Garden of Peace. And that's going to be um, promoted this week again with Nissen Black Clip after he visited with the Rav. That book literally changed his life. That was the key to his whole Geiris and Tshuva process and Shalom Bias. The Garden of Peace is available on our, on our platforms. And at some point we do plan to update it. But thank God it's at an amazing place that it's helps thousands and thousands of marriages. And in fact, many based in him give out that book in order to save the marriage as the rub can testify. Yes, here. absolutely. Absolutely. And many botheads in here in Eretz Yisrael, they give that to couples who have difficulties. They tell them, please learn this book and then come up to, and then come to us again. In many cases, they don't come again. Problem solved. Oh, so we have the Garden of Peace and uh, the woman's wisdom as well. And we would like also another question from our guest, Menachem Herman. I just out of interest, how many years have you had the blessing to live? Because I, I remember in Eretz Israel, because I remember 
walking the streets of Jerusalem years and years, like 22 years ago, and seeing you there, uh, breast of a chosid already tuned in and doing amazing things. How, how, how many years have you had the merit? Of being in Israel. Yeah. Being in Israel, 41. Ooh, wow. wow. Merit of seeing Rav Levi Yitzhak Bender, Shmuel Shapiro, wow. all, wow. the all the great Rav elders. Wow, that's amazing. Wow. Rav Arush is doing incredible work continuing on their teachings, making it real for us. Yes, we oh, unbelievable. are blessed to see that. And we pray that w- these teachings should continue. And we want to ask you uh, if you have any, any other more questions that you'd want to yeah. ask the Rav. Um, the mitzvah of loving your neighbor as yourself, is this a mitzvah between man and his fellow? Or is it a mitzvah between man and Hashem? Okay, that's a very good question. We have a different, we have a differentiation between mitzvahs of ben adam lechaver ben adam lamakom. Let's explain. The Mishnah in Tractate Yoima, in page 85, second side, the Mishnah says there that Averus of ben adam lamakom, in other words, when a person transgresses or sins in something that's related to do with Hashem, for example, a person didn't pray, a person didn't daven, a person had some negative thoughts. He is supposed to do tshuva and atone for it, speaking to Hashem, doing tshuva, this whole process of how to do tshuva, and Hashem will forgive him. But when a person transgresses and sins towards his fellow man, the Mishnah says he will not be atoned until he asks forgiveness from that person who has grieved and sorrowed. But this is something that we need to know. Why are commandments ben Adam between man and his fellow man considered to be much more severe and important than mitzvahs of ben Adam Lamakum between a person and Hashem? The reason is every single time that we sin towards our fellow man, we also commit a sin towards Hashem Yisbarech himself. That's why the process of atoning for sins that we've done to our fellow man are first of all asking forgiveness from Hashem and then going to the person who we've grieved or sorrowed and asking him for forgiveness for what we've seen. So in other words, we can see that every single mitzvah ben Odom Lamakom, for example, the Haftal Reacha Kamocha, has got to do also with our relationship with men, but also with our relationship with Hashem. Why? Because it is Hashem that commanded us to behave in such a positive way towards our fellow men and has told us that we are not allowed to behave in a negative way towards our fellow men. Wow. wow. Thank you. Amazing. So we're going to now go to our last question from our followers out there. Once we're back live at some point, you never know, we'll be able to hear you what you're saying online at the time. We do have an Instagram live. You can find us on Midnight Rabbi Inspires over there. We sneak in a little live footage of the class just in case. But here we have the last question that you've sent in to my email, ellie.goldsmith at breslev.coil. And or you can reach out to our general website, brezlev.com. I want to get advice from the Rav Shlita on how to act regarding Tikkun Chatzos. I'm a bocha in a literature yeshiva. No one stresses it. I'm usually not asleep by Chatzos. I also find it usually impossible to cry out for the Chorban. Chorban means the destruction of the, of the uh, temple. Should I just read the Kinos, which is the special prayers of uh, towards building the base of Migdash or mourning the base of Migdash with Peshitas, with simplicity. Also, the Rebbe said Chatzos is six hours after Shkir, which is six hours after sunset, which is definitely very early. Is it something I should work on? On the other hand, I, it can't be that something that Rebbeinu, Rebbeinu Nachman, uh, spoke about so much that doesn't apply to me. 
I appreciate if you could ask Rav Oresh later or tell me what he would say, which is great because we have Rav Elgon here to help us with that. Thank you. Tamid, Targid, Toda, which you should always give thank you. All the best to you. It's also a good song from Nissan Black, by the way, Targid, Toda. The Rav and the entire Chut Shel Chesed. By the way, also, you should know, just before we get to the question, just reminding me, I just noticed online on the YouTube and on Spotify, there's a whole long list now of all the Rav's songs, if anyone wants to check it out. Shalom Arash's songs have been uploaded to Spotify and YouTube. Yes, so you can hear the Rav himself singing Tagit Toda and all these beautiful, beautiful songs. It's good to know. You just search in Hebrew, Rav Shalom Oresh, and you'll see all the songs there, as well as the Hebrew content. Okay. Okay, good question. Rabbeinu does speak about and elaborate in his book many times about Tikkun Chatzos. Now we need to know that Tikkun Chatzos is something very, very important in the Kabbalic and the Hasidic world. For example, as we know, the, the, the Lubavitcher Rebbe had an incredible relationship with Rabbi Mordechai Liyal. And, and there were a few times that Lubavitcher Rebbe spoke to Rabbi Mordechai Liyal on the phone, and when, it was, when the conversation was at night, the Rebbe used to ask Rabbi Mordechai Liyal, are you before or after? In other words, have you really said Tikkun Chatzot or not? Tikkun Chatzot is very important. And if you can do it, and if you can say Tikkun Chatzot, of course you should try and make every effort that you can to say Tikkun Chatzot. And even if you don't feel the grief of the Chuban, and you're just saying the words with Pshitus, we know that Rabbeinu speaks so much about Pshitus and Tmimus. If one is supposed to say Tikkun Chatzot, you say Tikkun Chatzot. You don't connect it. First of all, you can pray to connect to Tikkun Chatzot. Pray to connect to the Choban. And as time goes on and you keep praying for this, you will feel your heart changes. But I would like just to specify one point. You wrote in the question that you are a Litvisha Yeshiva Bacha. Many times I've heard this from Rav Arush, that when you are Yeshiva Bacha, the most important thing is to stay within the rules and regulations of the yeshiva. And the reason is, is that the yeshiva is a framework. It makes sure that you're guarded. It makes sure that you are built in a proper way. Whatever you do, make sure that it is done in accordance with yeshiva, that there's no objection whatsoever, because being thrown out of yeshiva is the worst thing that can happen, because then a person loses his whole framework, a person doesn't know where he is, and he can deteriorate and reach places that he doesn't want to reach. So, Tikkun Chatzot is very important. You should say it even though you don't feel connected to it, on condition that the yeshiva has no objection to what you're doing. Wow. Yes, midnight. I was known as the midnight rabbi. Did you know that? Yes. Why was I called the midnight rabbi? Because I was up all night, specifically for midnight, and for many yeshivas, programs, the streets of Yushalayim and at-risk yeshivas, like the Sion back in the day, Yaakov, Netzach, if anyone remembers these programs, and uh, the Sion I think is still continuing, thank God. And uh, yeah, I was the midnight rabbi. I was up there for years. I don't know how my wife dealt with it, but somehow I did it. And it was a big merit to be with all these holy neshamas for many years. And here and there, thank God I hear back from them. They're still growing in their journey. And uh, it was special years doing that for Am Yisrael. And uh, yes, I did manage to squeeze into the Chatzos in between program to program. There was time for it, but uh, I'm not going to talk about my Tinder Chatzos these days. <laughs> uh, different kind of voter now being uh, with a family and different kind of pressures and stuff. Anyway, I want to now just end off our class with a big uh, request again for everybody to pray for Rav Shalom Arash, for Shlema, 
and to ask our guest to bring out a song, maybe two songs to climax the class so we can sing together and bring down a lot of energy. Remember, Amuna rocks. It's not the rock rock and roll world. It's not the rap world. As we heard, Hispolidus comes out from the rap world. It's about bringing it to Amuna and rocking the world with spirituality and the shama and soul. Let's hear from Menachem Herman some special music. He can choose whatever he feels is the right energy for this class. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ali. Well, just speaking about midnight, so David HaMelech was, was awake at midnight. We have the whole concept from, from him and... Uh, a good friend of Chaim David Rashik, his wife Shadav Rafua Shlema, wrote this Amen. song many, many years ago, and they share it. Wow. Called The Seven Shepherds.
beautiful, beautiful. We're going to round off the class, 57th class, with that energy that we should not give up. Thank God we went ahead with a class in the merit of the Rav. Shavafur Shlema, we'll be able to have him back, hopefully in the week to come. Thank you, Menachem Herman, coming special. We apologize the Rav wasn't able to be here with you, but definitely in the merit that we went ahead and we did a class. We didn't live, give up and we went in the words of the Rabbonim and Bochashem. We want to just also mention that uh, that personal, by the way, that song, Chaim David, that song changed my life. Another song, one of the, one of the key Shlichim, agents of Hashem. I bought that tape, cassette, if I anyone remembers. Yeah, it was Open Up the Gates, I think was the that name was of the album. Live. A live? That was a live version. Live version. And I also remember Open Up Your Gates, Yushalayim, that album. And there was a few albums I had of his, and I took them to university, and it literally was my Yiddishkeit in university, other than a few Shirim here and there, and a few Svarim. But that was the, the album I kept in my machine and my tape player in the car and it just kept kept me alive jewish wise so in the middle of the darkness comes these these special souls and they give us the music and the soul we need and i'm sure your music's done that for many many people as well as you did at our wedding thank god and we'll be able to take him please check out menachem herman you can book him check check out his wedding band it's something else and also to go in the ways of rabbeinu akadish we should keep applying the teachings here is there any last words from rabbi Elgrad before we leave uh. I just like everyone to remember, we are all pure. We are all chilek eloikamimal, part of Hashem Yisbarat Himself. And that means that when we love our fellow friends, we're loving that special part of them, which is so spiritual, divine, and infinite. That's why we love ourselves. And when we learn that our connection is a spiritual connection, because we are all parts of the divine, we are all chelik eloikamimal, then we will really be able to attain loving ourselves and loving all of Amisro. Amen. So just remember everyone, we have amunalive.com, join our sites, make the Muna Global, we put up a new class on Gedalia Fenster, on Toma Devoira, and we're all the time putting up new content. We'd love to hear more from Rav Dinell God again, thank God he's back, and with Ralph Cohen's classes. And to remind everyone, we have Amuna Live 2022, potentially going to Brooklyn if the Rav is feeling up to it. We pray that you should have a quick speed of recovery Amen. to LA as well. We want to go to Los Angeles, the UK. Had a lot of potential trips planned. Thank God people are reaching out just like we asked. But uh, now we have to pray for the Rav's full recovery. So you, it's up to us together to bring out the merit to host the Rav in all these locations to keep these classes going with the Rav. And Bez Hashem, we should bring Amuna Global, class 57, we're moving to 58. Bezrat Hashem, lesson 58, yeah. Rob is going to be here. Amen. And I will go back to my position as just being a translator. Okay, <laughs> and potentially we have Schlepping Nachas, Liron Mazur, Sheffer, Gina Michelle, a lot of great people coming to the studio in the next few weeks. So it's just a matter of our prayers being heard and the Rav being, having the Kayach to come up the stairs and be able to join us. Bekorov. And uh, yeah, everyone, we should be blessed. Pas Mishpotim, enjoy the beautiful Shabbos. Mavarachim, Chodesh Ada. That's part of the reason we're bringing Schlepping Nachas. Remember those guys? Oh, the yes. They're going to come back. They've got a new song out. you got to check it out. Kuchiburku. Kuchiku. Oh, it's so funny. Have you seen it? It's hilarious. They were such sweet guys. Yeah, so they, they're coming, bring their Simcha here. A guy from Svat's coming. You know, we've got some great other energy coming. Mishinikmas Adam, Mam Basimcha, Laram Mazur. Get all the clarity and how to make Panasa in the right way. Hashem. Okay, thanks again. We'll be joining you again, uh, hopefully a week from today. Amen. Make this live. Make it grow. It's growing. These classes are growing. And thank all our past guests. Unbelievable. Great work, team. 
And let's round off the class. Thank you very much. Thank you. Any song while we're on oh, no, it? Okay, good.